Now, if you talk about sport and kind of proprioception, about coordinating... What? Being all proprioception, look, fancy word of the day. So, basically... So I know when you make babies. Upstairs for five minutes, love. Do some proprioception. <laughs> Welcome to Gains and Pains with Scott McLaughlin and Colin McGibbon in association with Just Train and a ton of coffee, where we get together each week to talk health, fitness, and some absolute nonsense. Very uncomfortable. Are, are, we, are we recording? Uh, hopefully, aye. Yeah. Oh, I go. Brian's broke shit already. Well done, Brian. So, hello. hello. This is episode what now? Eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> episode eight, and uh, we've, we've moved location to one of the very, very yeah, small, small changing rooms within the, the gym, gym, which is now a pod booth, which is exciting. So hopefully all you whiny bitches that are moaning about the sound the other day can shut the fuck, fuck up, up and get out of my face. Aye, so Ian Fraser, bite me. Kim, also bite him. But Other people moaned as well, doesn't matter. But Kim, Kim's really not in any fit state to be biting MD right now because she messaged me on Sunday saying that she feels like she'd been hit by a bus and never, <laughs> never, never wants to train with you again. Me? What did I do? You trained with her? It's your fault. I was just doing what I was told, not doing me. You interrupted Kim's 15 minute rest period between sets. Hey, I'm all so, about the 15 minute rest periods. I'm quite happy with that. I'm not talking about your sex life. 15 minutes, it's optimistic, isn't it? Aye. Um, yeah, so, so we're in the pod booth and it's very uncomfortable because it's very cramped in here and Brian's just come in, so yeah. he's just going to make our lives in absolute misery for the next 40 minutes or so. We, ha- we have got a picture we'll stick up on the Instagram page, but yes. <clears throat> if you're not following us on Instagram... Do it. W- Why not? Do it. Yeah, What the it. fuck's wrong with you? I, I mean, stop looking up hot naked pictures of women. <laughs> well, Check us out. <laughs> just fit, fit us in around the naked women. Figuratively. Figuratively. I will. of course, yeah. Obviously, we don't want anything to do with that. Um, Right, see, before we get started, can we talk about the important things that are going on this week? I know we've got, like, actual podcasty things to talk about and important 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 fitness things, but really, when it all boils down to it... The most important thing is, my my wife hasn't listened to episode six yet. Nobody cares about your wife, Scott. We'll talk about Avengers. She does, because what I said... Oh, right enough, yeah. Yeah. She's not listened to it yet. Not listened to it yet, so I'm... I'm still alive. <laughs> I've not been stabbed for calling her f- saying she should fat fingers. <laughs> it's all good, folks. We're back for episode eight. Right, I'm absolutely going to text her like Friday night because you're going to see the Avengers on Saturday, right? <laughs> text her on Friday night going, listen to the podcast yet? Might want to check it out for tomorrow so I can take your seat and all your snacks. He's a dick. Yes, I am. But yeah. yeah so, aye. Are you excited? Are you excited about the Avengers? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Ah, squee. All the squee. I mean, did you actually what Kirsty done yesterday? What? On Instagram. Oh, mate, right. Uh, yeah, that's on my agenda to talk about as well. Yeah, I mean, right. don't worry, I chinder for it as well. I mean, like, I know you're training bear, but are you training with a guide dog? 
because that is taking a piss. <laughs> I know he's a lab and all that, but come on now. Yeah, so the only thing you've got in common with both Chris's Evans and Hemsworth is you've got facial hair. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, I love you, man, but come on, fuck, Kirsty, get a grip of yourself, love. What's he doing outside? Bra- Brian, the creepy ginger taxi driver that likes to ride about gym naked is lurking outside the pod booth. Um, <laughs> aye. So, my wife stuck on Instagram a picture my of me, a picture of Chris Hemsworth, and a picture of Chris Evans, basically tagging them, saying, if they two I were to I can't believe she a, tagged them as I well. Know, That's incredible. If they two were to have a love child, I'd look like them. I mean... Again, ignoring the logistical impossibilities of that. Well, just the biological impossibilities of that. Well, it's Captain America and Thor. They can do whatever the fuck That's they want. That's true. Thor's a god, I suppose, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, fair play. But still, no. You would look more like... Mm. More like Gollum. Crusping Gollum <laughs> and Macaulay Culkin. Coming out of Neverland <laughs> after a night with Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> My precious... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was out of order. So, I mean, she's just yeah, on she's, one there. I can only, I just assumed she was drunk. I mean, I thought she was on medication when I seen the post, and I thought, <laughs> Jesus, but aye. aye hey, so oh, Avengers Endgame. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's awesome. it's going to be so good. So, we're all going to see it together yes. on Saturday afternoon. But I'm going to see it on Thursday. That's because you're a dick, and see if you have to sit. Spoilers! Like, Look, guys, a couple of years ago, we went to see Star Wars. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, the one where Han Solo dies. Uh, again, spoilers. Sorry if anyone else has seen it. Yeah, sorry he may or may not die. We don't know. He might come back. And uh, I sat in the cinema, and it's a, it's a random Sunday morning. We're <laughs> 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 like, oh, I got to cinema day. Oh, okay, Star Wars, cool, yeah. And we're sitting in the cinema. And it's just us. There's nobody but Colin and myself. Cosy, like in the booth right now. Yeah. Just to give you an idea, quickly just jump off topic, to give you an idea how close we are in the booth right now. <laughs> if we weren't wearing, wearing clothes, we'd basically be having sex. That's how close it is well, here. Just to clarify, no. <laughs> that is entirely inaccurate. And, and we to, are wearing clothes. Just to clarify, Colin's the one with the erection, not me. <laughs> You should be able to see mine through my shorts, mate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's more like a sauna. It's like sitting in a sauna. Hot, just... sweaty, sleazy, man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Avengers Endgame. Going to go see it Saturday afternoon. It's going to be amazing. Going to be awesome. Cap's going to die, though, isn't he? Got to die. He's going to. Sorry, Fee. He's he, going to die. He's the worst Avenger. He's pish. <laughs> he's crap. He's like the weak. He's like... That is some bold words, my friend. He's like your wee poncy pal that you kind of take pity on and you think, Cap, oh, you know, what? But you having a laugh. I but think I thought he gets to start about with a big like, axe now. He's overcompensating, aren't he? Cap yeah. doesn't need stuff like that. I mean, let's be honest, we all know someday in our life that we would just love to smash with a big axe. I don't know, I'm a fairly passive kind of guy. I'm cool. I'm friends with everyone. You're the aggressive one here. I'm not. I'm not aggressive. I just like to take care of issues. <laughs> <laughs> and a hammer or an axe. Can't believe you're bad mouthing cap. That is outrageous. Nah, but I mean, you were obviously hashtag Team Tony, weren't you? Well, yeah, but it's just 
just caps pish. He's wrong. He's, he's, he's wrong in many levels. Ah. You're also going to feel the wrath of many a lady in our audience, presumably. But he had a chance with Scarlett Johansson, and he get beaten to it by a big green freak. But not even the big green freak. He get beaten to it by Banner. Aye. To be fair, it's also cool. It's kind of cool, but he's kind of like your, your really intelligent pal. That's again like a geek. That you talking about me and you? Um. You can't count past four, mate. I don't need to count past four. I'm a drummer. But, aye, but... You just go back to one after that. <laughs> what if there's five beats in the bar? One, two, three, four, one. One, two, three, four, one. Easy. <laughs> it's kind of like how I coach my PTs. <laughs> how many reps have I done? How many reps have I done, Scott? Three. Uh, three. <laughs> Been doing it for 15 minutes. Sharp. You're back at one. That's the universal answer. How many reps oh. is that? Three. <laughs> or if in doubt, you go, to, you go eight, which means usually in a set of ten, you've only got two left, so I always go for eight. So I'm doing right. <laughs> You so can just staring into space. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we're going off topic here. Avengers yeah. is going to be awesome. Cap's great. Move on. Thor's awesome. Thor is awesome. I'm Thor not arguing that point. But aye. So uh, speaking of which, yes, these guys obviously have to follow a rigorous training plan. So yes, they do. That is kind of on topic. I'm <laughs> Imagine going us going back one. to talking about training and fitness. Yeah, that's bump. It's kind of. I tell you, I met Baymax. I did show you the picture, didn't I? Yeah. I got to fist bump Baymax. It was amazing. Yeah, fist bump. Bump, Baymax, not just yeah. fist Baymax, because that would be massively inappropriate. Plus, yeah. it's inflatable, so how would that even work? It's not the first time you've done some fisting with, with an inflatable. <laughs> you almost have to lower the tone, didn't you? It's just... I'm going to lose. And we're off. Well, yeah, we're doing well. <coughs> yeah, so we're trying. We're, I know we do go off topic a lot. Barely even get on topic, yeah. mate. But Talking I mean, for seven minutes. Oh, that's Brian. Brian bat on the door. I really hope he's still got clothes on, but we've actually got the door <laughs> shut so we can't see you, so it's definitely beneficial being in here today. Aye, so. Right, anyway. Anyway, so taking the Avengers. Yes. Thor, Captain America, all these actors and actors, they've all got to work out. They've all yes. got to get in shape. And it's an interesting topic talking about different types of training plans because if you look at pretty much every training plan that's been developed, it all came from the, kind of like the Soviet era, like in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Right. We had the likes of Prelpin, Zatorsky, there was one I always struggle to pronounce his name, it's like Ver- Veroshansky. Yeah, you heard. And <clears throat> these guys were the one, the kind of sports scientists from Russia in the kind of Soviet era, where they studied thousands upon thousands upon thousands of athletes' data, the results of their training, different programs. So they had a massive collection of athletes to analyse their data and work out which programs work best in terms of weight schemes, percentage schemes, rep schemes, rest periods, you name it. And that pretty much formulated most of today's kind of strength conditioning based programs but and this is also a controversial topic how accurate are they sorry i zoned out for a second there i was playing with the computer how accurate are they were you playing solitaire no i'm not smart carry on candy crush <laughs> i've never played candy crush no, hold on i'm going to try and limbo under the mic to reach my coffee i genuinely thought you were about fart in this room man i was going to lay you out for a second there <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, no, no. That's borderline follow-through moment there. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
if anybody's seen the Icarus documentary oh I need to watch that uh, you've been talking about it for ages amazing yeah and basically all these programmes have highlighted the fact or sorry all these programmes that were developed by these kind of Russian sports scientists or Soviet sports scientists at the time kind of former USSR mm-hmm. pretty much most of the data was based on athletes that were taking performance enhancing substances. Ba, ba, ba. Surely not. That's illegal, Scott. Controversial. And hopefully not to offend Mr. Putin or get Jesus. shot in the head the next time I go to Russia. You poisoned, don't you? Aye. Don't really do shooting so much. Just disappear. Yeah. That a lot of the guys, they were, all the, they were taking all the performance enhancing drugs, so their recovery is quicker. Their performance is getting better and stuff like that, so the data isn't really that accurate. Right. Um, so it's kind of skewed all the results, and then all of us as normal people, we see, oh, this program looks good. Oh, like the the small off. Small off. Small off thing, yeah. yeah. I don't know anybody that's ever completed it and not got injured. Yeah, you've talked about this before, because yeah. I was looking, when I was doing the 531, the, um, the app that I was using, which is just it was I great at the time because it just yeah. means you don't need to think about anything. But it had the it had like five by five. It had five three one and it had the small of oh, and then small of junior as well. Okay, I've got a mark in my coffee cup. Looks like an at at from Star Wars. It does actually. It's pretty cool. Looks like an at at or a sloth. We'll go with an at at. That's, That's much killer, cooler, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I remember talking about that before, thinking, "All right, let me give that a go," and you basically just laughed at me. Because he's just like, no, it's just impossible. It'll just, it'll absolutely break you. <laughs> yeah, I will break you. I mean, I, I've got, I've got a friend overseas um, that tried the small love routine while doing high volume of kettlebell training as well. Ouch! <laughs> he was done in. That's that's and a bad combination. Yeah, and he's it's just it's brutal. Now, one of the drugs that they were one of the biggest drugs that they were talking about is a Latvian drug called Mildrenat. Yep, and basically it's like an, uh, Maria Sharpova get done for it ah that's where I feel of it and basically it's a kind of heart protection drug that allows you to recover quicker right now while it doesn't directly enhance your performance at that given time if you've got two athletes one on one's taking it one's not and they're both following the same training regime that, the one that's taking it can recover quicker and be back training even back same day for a second intense workout or back again the next day whereas yeah. the clean athlete could essentially have to wait two days before they can recover fully yeah well that's the thing like again as a layman who doesn't really know much about these sort of things the common perception is that if you're taking steroids it makes you bigger and stronger yeah whereas it's about your recovery isn't it just a lot of it improves your recovery so yeah. you can then train more than everyone else yeah, so you're getting much more work done over the course of a month mm-hmm. six months a year yeah you think if you can train five times a week as opposed to three times a week in the space of a month you're already a four week month you're already up eight training sessions ahead yeah. of your opponent <clears throat> and the, the interesting part is everybody as soon as you say performance enhancing drugs everybody automatically thinks steroids yeah you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger and be huge <laughs> you're going to be like big and black like Ronnie Coleman and you're going to be just this huge beast but the performance of hunting drugs, a lot of them aren't steroids. It's the way they improve the oxygen in the blood, muscle relaxing, they'll mm-hmm. help the protect the heart against kind of burnout and protect the nervous system so that again you can if you look at Maria Sharpova Gladly. Any time of the day, she's lovely. 
she's she's not a big bulky muscle ripping dude. Yeah. She's beautiful. And it's it's basically allowing them to train harder, more frequently. So at the end of a year they've accumulated so much more time on the court getting practice. If you think if you hit the fatigue after if you think take even take a tennis player mm-hmm. and they're working on their baseline shot or their server service accuracy, <clears throat> as they fatigue, their accuracy decreases. But if you've got that if you're taking these drugs that allow you to perform and recover quicker, you can maintain a higher higher accuracy rate, which it mostly Oh, strange noise there. It sounds like Brian just fell through <laughs> one of the boxes. I'd pay good money for that to be true. In fact, he claims he's getting lighter. He'll <laughs> <laughs> soon be known as the not-so-fat ta- ginger taxi driver. <laughs> Skinny um, ginger taxi driver. But yeah, so while these drugs might not give them huge muscle mass, you can see that they're recovering quicker, that they can play at a high level all year round. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just frightening. But all these programmes, all the data... All the, all the information that's developed kind of modern day pro, uh, programming you've got to take it with a pinch of salt mm-hmm. because if you look at a lot of the kind of, so, kind of Soviet based programs if you follow it to the letter T you're going to be after a couple of weeks you're just going to be hitting that brick wall where you're hitting the fatigue because you cannot recover quick enough yeah. especially the small off squat deadlift routine it just destroys you mm-hmm. just with the sheer volume now kind of general rumour thumb I've always went with is take the numbers Reduce it by ten percent. Right. Okay. And it's a really, it's simple. So you can you can look at the format, and if you, if you can get that, and it works for you, mm-hmm. you're still improving. Yeah. Yeah. The, the kind of format and idea, the, the kind of ideology behind it is spot on, but just the kind of sheer intensity and the volume that you're trying to cram into a week, or in in the program over a twelve week period. Aye. We might need to do this amount. We might need sixteen weeks instead of twelve. Right, okay. Or we might need to reduce the numbers a little bit. Numbers in terms of reps or sets? Um, or usually what? the weight. So if it's if they're talking about, say, six sets to three at 95% of your right. one rep max, if our one rep max, take it with, for example, 100 kilos. Mm-hmm. So you're, the program's telling you to work at 95 kilos. Yep. We're probably better working at 85. Right, okay. Just to be in that. There's no harm working on earn the kind of side of caution rather yeah. than actually going full hog in or full pelt at it and then realising you're broke after two weeks yeah. well that was a good thing I found with the 531 when it was doing it it's like his what's the guy's name again? Wendler Wendler right all the all his stuff is always like when you start off just there's no point in trying to just drive your own ego with this start off really light because yeah. you'll get much more longevity out of it and much more gains from it Instead of trying to like just boost your own ego by going, oh, I'm going to bench this straight off the bat and then try and add on top of that because you know as you say you're only going to last like a month, month and a half, and mm. you're going to burn yourself out. Yeah. Um. Whereas when I was doing that and you do start really light, you just you can you can get progress week on week on week, and it's brown. It was really yeah. good. It's a simple program, and it, you build up, and it's people people they don't appreciate the starting phase of a training program because mm-hmm. they always go, oh, it's dead light. It's too easy just now. Yeah. Yeah, well trust me, enjoy it because see in a few weeks <laughs> it ain't gonna be easy, it ain't gonna be light. And if you jump too heavy too soon, you've not given your ligaments, your tendons, all your your tissue the tissue in the body a chance to actually adapt. Yeah, it's just get it's getting used to the movements and all that, isn't it? And just yeah. getting into that sort of groove. It's like even perfecting your technique as well so that you can actually do the exercise correctly. Yeah. And just finding the positions and addressing any if you go too heavy too soon, 
the the risk far outweighs the reward. Yep. And unless you're trying to peak for a competition, you're not really you're not pushed for time. So what what is an extra couple of weeks? And and on your way, try to achieve your goal. Well, this is it. I like your average gym goer is just doing it for the sake of their own health yeah. benefits and, and strength gains and stuff like that. It's not as you say, unless you are competing, then take your time. There's no point in trying to batter in and Aye, exactly. break yourself in the process. It's like look at the kind of program we done um, from kind of Italy the last year up to March there for our mm-hmm. birthdays. Yep. There was a couple of times where we kind of looking at things and the two of us are like, oh, right, we're feeling a bit, we're feeling a bit done in this week. Yeah. So we strip it back a little bit, get the recovery and back in. Yeah. Time to deload and we had our PBs. Yeah. And yeah. it's you've got the I talk about that's a kinda of old saying that there's lies, damned lies and statistics. And if you're <laughs> looking at the I also remember my old geography teacher always barking on about that and and it's kinda of stuck with me that yeah, you've got all these facts and figures, but that person that the data has been pulled from were they just an athlete that was eat sleeping and training mm-hmm. or with it like joe blogs where they're actually they've got a, they're up all night with their kids changing nappies they're at work all day they're maybe they could be working on a building site so they're already pre-fatigued yeah um it's one of the things that if i'm md that i'm coaching i'll try and find out what their day job is because if it's an office worker they're going to need a bit more they're going to need a bit longer to warm up more mm-hmm. mobility work uh, to get themselves moving because they've been stuck sitting down all day. Yeah. If it's somebody that's been working on a building site, the chances are they're not <laughs> stiff. They've been moving all day, so that the warm up might not take as long. Yeah. But you can be damn sure their body's going to be a lot more fatigued Aye. than the office worker. Yeah. Um. So it's try to fa- it's factor those things in to try and give them the best possible mm-hmm. training program for their own specific demands. Aye. The thing about the sort of statistical side of it all is like. The, I'd imagine if you're doing studies and stuff and, and, and trying to track these things and get statistics, you're, you're doing it from a certain point of view. You're trying to do it to prove your perspective on things. So yeah. any of these kind of studies are going to be skewed to try and show you what they are doing in the best light kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. aren't they? they all, I mean, there was actually a documentary about that came out a couple of years ago where they yeah. spoke about how every... Brian's making more weird noises. <laughs> Brian's it's enjoying so, himself out there. It sounds like he's just had sex with a barbell. <laughs> or the barbell's just had sex with Brian. Either way, nobody needs that image in their head. No, either way, I'm wiping those barbells down before we touch <laughs> anyone. <laughs> Favourite me? Yeah. Documentary. Uh, so documentary. And we're talking about the how scientists and all these studies, that they will go out their way because they will set out their objective for their study. Yeah. Saying we want to prove that having a cup of coffee every single day, like myself and Colin, stops people from killing people. So, another strange analogy. And they'll go out there and they'll go, how did you feel before? They'll go, oh, I felt terrible. How did you feel? I felt much better. Okay, brilliant. And they'll go out there and they'll pick and choose their own data and they'll, they'll, they'll actually develop their own test yeah. in order to achieve success. You can, you can say and prove anything you yeah. want if you look at it from the right point of view, can't yeah. you? Apart from Earth or flat, that's just fucking nonsense, though, isn't it? Yeah. I'd, do you know? <coughs> I, I just to, to go off on one for a second. I haven't really read anything about any of that. I haven't researched anything about it because I just can't bring myself to even look at why the fuck anyone would think the Earth was flat. I mean, you've, I, <laughs> just, I don't. I genuinely don't understand. It's like I thought it was a joke because you used to see like the the sort of people spraying it like there's a. 
the back of like a road sign and the way up, I always remember the one that was way up like towards the the big roundabout when you get to Perth and it was like the earth is flat or flat earth or whatever yeah. I was like what the fuck's that is that <laughs> a band or something <laughs> you just hear all these morons talking about it it's Aye. like what the actual yeah, some fuck? of them are claiming there's giant uh, ice walls at the edge that stops the water from falling off oh fuck off <laughs> It's just incredible the sheer fucking stupidity of the human race at points. So a brilliant one it was like a tweet or something. It was like somebody uh, posted Facebook it was like the flat Earth society. <laughs> all <laughs> the comments like we've got members all around the globe. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that just sums them up. You fucking morons. <laughs> anyway, how did we go into flat Earth? Aye, the statistics and all that. No, nah, they can't prove fuck all. Yeah. Idiots. Um, yeah. Aye, stats and stuff. You can skew them your own way, oh, any way you like. If you're if you're willing to put in the time to do it, <laughs> um, the going back to the doping thing at elite level, right? Obviously, it's illegal, right? But at elite level in any sport, how rife is it? Is everyone doing well, it? There's Vern, allegedly <clears throat> there's there's quite a few people that I follow that really respect Vern Gambetta. It like the the grandfather of coaching for athletics and stuff, right? And sports, he's he's phenomenal. Um, and he called out. He actually made a statement a few years ago, and he ended up getting death threats <coughs> because they turned round and it was it was actually a time of the the Russian doping scandal. Mm. Remember with uh, the the one was the in fact it was from the Icarus documentary, right? And it came out of that, and somebody, some some American coach had come out saying, "Yeah, the Russians shouldn't be allowed to compete in any competition now. This is disgraceful." And oh, God, I'll try to stick the mic further into my throat. Last time I experienced anything this close to my mouth, my wife had taken me down a gay street in Thailand. <coughs> yeah. Okay. But moving on, <laughs> and what happened was this American coach had come out say basically slating the Russians for right. the kind of doping scandal, saying they shouldn't compete at the real Olympics. Yep. And then Gambetta came out and said, you need to be careful, we shouldn't be sto- throwing stones in glass houses. Yeah. Because I, I mentioned this to you, and he, and the guy thought, what are you talking about? And he went, look, you know, and I know, pretty much most of the American athletes at high level are doping. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, I don't know who you're talking about. And he went, really? Like you were working with four of them last week. Right. The two other coaches you work with are coaching another team. He's like, I'm not naming names, but they're all doing it. And he actually said, if you look at where there's any sponsorship with a night tick, right, you'll find doping. Really? Because there's so much money in it. Now, well, this is it. Yeah, it's the money involved. If you isn't think it? about it, and if you look at a lot of these athletes, they might not have had a great education. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of time, even in the kind of Soviet states, it's sport is very, very highly regarded. You're, yep. you're, you're like a superstar celebrity. Um, and it's it's that way that if you have the opportunity to earn a living through being a world-class athlete, mm-hmm. that could be potentially set you and your family up for life. Yeah. Especially in these kind of like third world, not third world countries, but kind of countries that are run down and they might not have as many opportunities yeah. in terms of uh, for kind of financing a, a half decent life mm-hmm. and if you you've got your wife and kid I've got my family and we're both up against each other in a competition yep. 
we know that whoever wins gold is either going to be you or me, and... It'll be me. Nah, you'll trip over your own feet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably. And you know you've got that opportunity that if you win the gold medal, that Nike will... Or any other sports brand, this isn't a slate against Nike, every yeah. sports brand has athletes that are doping. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah, it was Vern Gambetta that made the slander against Nike. Um, we're just paraphrasing. Uh, <laughs> for legal protection. <laughs> and basically, if you know that if you take gold, you're going to get a $50 million contract from Nike. Mm-hmm. That is you set up for life. That's your children set up for life. Yep. And potentially... Their children yeah. and their children. Now, if you know you're coming up to that competition, you're doing your qualifier. Say, for example, you're in America, I'm in, say, Europe, and you see that my time's 0.1 of a second faster than you. Just use 100 metres, for example. Mm-hmm. And you're like that, oh, shit, he's, he's, he's ahead of me right now. And you've got the opportunity to take dr- some performance-enhancing drugs that allow you to recover a bit quicker, yep. allow your muscles to relax better, so you can, or uh, better, you can perform better under pressure, and different drugs that can help you allow you to get to gain those extra few fraction of a seconds in order to beat me. And you know you've got basically a pay packet that's going to set you up for the rest of your life. Yeah, would you do it? Absolutely. Yeah, let's be honest. It's people say, oh, no, no, I wouldn't do it. Like, of course you would. If you've got a chance for hundred, like, tens and hundreds of millions of dollars worth of sponsorship, yep. they're going to do it. Aye. They're all doing it because it's a career. Yeah. It's, it's moved away from the days where they just done the sport for the sheer love of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still do, but it's a business now. Yeah. This is it. All, all these kind of sports, any kind of level, there's just so much money in it and so yeah. much backing behind it. Um, I watched the... Chris Bell, like Mark Bell's brother, yeah. did a couple of documentaries and stuff. And did the first one was that bigger, stronger, faster thing, which is all about doping and stuff. It was really interesting. Um, and it was another one about sort of prescription drug addiction and all the rest of it. But he's just talking about like in the NFL, there's so much competition for for places on teams. Like yeah. there's just so if you're if you're the amount of players that have to play through like injuries all the time, um, just because if as soon as they they have to go do you know what I can't play I need, I need to take a bit of time out because I'm fucked basically someone <laughs> yeah. else takes their spot and that's them they're probably never going to get back in again unless yeah. they're amazing so they're all hammering like prescription painkillers and all the rest of it just to try and keep playing through the pain um, and again <laughs> if you're I've got a funny story about that <laughs> okay um, and if you're if you have that extra edge and you realistically sponsored by whoever to do that and take all these things and you know it's going to get covered up and swept under the carpet then why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean? At, look at Lance Armstrong. Aye. And the, the, the cover-up that went on with him for Tour de France. Yeah. That that whole setup was incredible. It was phenomenal. Like, it was just like something at a spy film or something. Mm. It was like dead drops and like safe houses and all yeah. that. It was amazing. It's phenomenal setup because then you had the money behind it and the, the fact that I think he was one of the most tested athletes in the history of Tour de France and yeah. he never tested positive once. Yeah, just a, a phenomenal. And it was a witch hunt against him because I remember... <clears throat> The guy did come across as an asshole, mm. but I remember it was uh, Contador, one of the, the Spanish cyclists, right. his kind of main rival, mm-hmm. talking one day in an interview about how they would train for say twelve weeks before a big race, and one time he'd he'd flown to do some kind of conference in I think it was like Colorado in America, right. 
and he ended up he ended up bumping into Lance. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm doing my set. I'm just training." What? What for? What event for? You got one coming up in a few weeks? Right? No, no, no. This 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 event here. But that's like five months away. And what it was is that <clears throat> even Contador came out after the doping scandal, Lance Armstrong, and said Lance would train for six months before an event, as opposed yeah. to Oz for three. Lance yeah. work ethic, even without the drugs, you'd have still beaten him. Right. Uh, I also trained a girl whose boyfriend was a cyclist in the Tour de France, and right. when I say cyclist, even she admitted that he was one of the kind of the dregs of the dregs at the back, like, like the bottom five. Right. But even then, that's it, probably still, still pretty amazing. Yeah. He's going to beat us on a bike, put it that way. Unless we cut his tyres and stick a, stick through his spokes. Stick in the spokes, yeah. that'll do it. Adam Sandler style. My 30 car on the air assault bike the other day was pretty impressive. That wasn't bad. I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. Your recovery after it was even better. <laughs> that's poor. <laughs> still recovering now. And, um, oh. oh, sorry about that. Just bashed the microphone. The... What we're talking about, about to do with Lance uh, and the drugs. Can your pal boyfriend? Yeah, oh, his pal, yeah, and he basically he told his his partner that do you know what? If they had to give the yellow jersey and the title of Tour the Tour de France title to a clean cyclist, yeah, it would be the bottom five percent. <laughs> and that's why they're the bottom five percent. Because they can't A, they can't afford it and B, they've not got the resources to yeah. to make it happen. Uh, and it's it, it's rife everywhere. Aye. Again, like the, the the whole idea of the, you don't just like take these things and then automatically become the front of the pack in a tour de France. These like as you say, Lance Armstrong still worked like a motherfucker yeah. to get there. Do you know, he's I mean, still that, putting that, in that all Achilles the graft. documentary, the Brian Fogel, the cyclist. Right. He wanted. To, that's why he contacted that Gregory guy because he wanted to see. He's like, look, how can you help me dope for this? It was a it was a kind of part. It was a stage of the the Tour de France. And right. It was like kind of what five days worth of cycling. Right. And. Even after a year of doping and training and stuff, mm-hmm. he still couldn't break the top ten. And it just shows that again, it's like guys that take they think they can just take steroids and get huge. Yeah. Still got to train like yeah, an absolute demon. And that's where a lot of people they kinda get tricked out on it. Yeah. Um For me and the whole Lance Armstrong thing, like the, the most incredibly unbelievable part of that whole story was the fact that he dumped Cheryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Maybe he preferred riding his bike. <laughs> that was dreadful. Yeah. But no, but why though? She's great. Aye. Uh, he's to their own, but again, we spoke about this before. Just What's because somebody look no, just because somebody looks awesome. Doesn't mean that they're not irritating as fuck. I know, but she's a really good singer and she wrote good songs. <laughs> All ass- I want to do, greatest guido part ever. <laughs> she might just be an asshole. Well, true story. Yeah. Speaking of man, that guy Jazzy Smith, how cool is he? Was oh, that a blues guy? You the blues guy. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing actually. Yeah. Guys, That's... if you want to hear something cool, check out a guy called Jazzy Smith. Not Jazzy, <laughs> Jazzy J U Z Z I E. Jazzy Smith, cool Australian blues kind of singer, um, oh, no, musician. Now, if you talk about sport and kind of proprioception, about coordinating... What? Being all proprioception, like, fancy word of the day. So, basically... So I know when you make babies. Proper... <laughs> 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 
upstairs for five minutes, love. Do some proprioception. Uh, no, proprioception <laughs> is not making babies. <laughs> Basically, proprioception is being aware of your body, its limbs, what it's doing. Exactly. I don't mean your horizontal hip thrust. <laughs> so, look, think of your proprioception as a drummer. It's yes. awesome. Thanks your proprioception much, of doing. Bulgarian split squats is fucking <laughs> atrocious. I am dreadful at Bulgarian split squats. So ask Colin to play an amazing beat on the drums, coordinating his arms and legs at the same time. No problem. Mm. Ask him to put one leg behind the other and bend his knees and he looks <laughs> special. Bambi on ice. <laughs> Bambi on ice. It's like a spider on roller skates or something. Kind of like... Oh, I was the movie Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, where he's getting out of the car and he's doped up in drugs. And you Still can never seen that film. You need to check it out. I know, I keep meaning to watch it. It's on the list. I need yeah. to get into it. It's, it's a cool movie. That is good. So but Yeah, that guy, Jersey Smith. Yeah. He's playing like five instruments. He's four or five instruments at the same time. And the coordination. He's even using wee balls to juggle. Yeah, and the shakers. And it's... To play the mouth organ, sing the guitar, drumming with left foot, right foot, and juggling at the same time for the shakers is just phenomenal. It's probably doping. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Absolutely. Why not? It's just years of just steroid abuse, that. Aye. Fact. It's all about pumping up the guns before <laughs> he gets in the beat. <laughs> but yeah, random topic. Go and check out Jersey Smith. Get the windows down in the car. Put on the funky beat. That's cool and stuff. And go for it. It's really, really cool. Yes. But yeah, doping. Um, should you do it? Should I do it? I think you, you could be doing me some. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh. Might get you past 105 with your incline bench. Fuck <laughs> you and your incline bench. We've had this conversation. Nobody gives a shit. Um, well, again, again, we've talked about this before, I think. I, I, that elite level, that's a 1% level, I totally understand why people would do it because there's yeah. so much on the line with it. But for me and other just Joe gym goer, I don't yeah. see the point. Why bother? It's not like you've got anything really to gain for it, from it rather, other than just getting a bit bigger, being able to train a bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're training, what, four days a week? Yeah. Recovery's all right. Admittedly, we're not smashing the massive weights, but then other than but I mean when it really boils down to it we don't have to we've got no real need to we're not competing yep. um, I, I, we're just doing it for the enjoyment of doing it the, the benefits of doing it in terms of like strength gains and health gains and all the rest of it but basically, basically being able to beat the crap out of future daughter and boyfriends <laughs> yeah it's primarily the really reason it, yeah. I can't grow a scary beard so I need to get bigger and more intimidating um, that and it helps me lift my drums in and out of gigs better mm-hmm. It's my hardware case for my stands and that. See, it's I, basically <coughs> just a kind of stiff leg deadlift all the time. Makes I just like nicer. doing a lot of deadlift work because... Because you need to practice. No, basically, so I can... My back won't be breaking when I dig a hole to bury my daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> That's really the gist of it, so... Um, Having met your daughter, mate, she's not going to give a fuck what you think. No. But she's still at that really cool stage right now where boys are smelling disgusting. <sighs> Although, make that continue. The other week there, our pals did FaceTime me singing... We are single Pringles and ready to mingle. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's less cool. 
quickly, quickly interrupted by my daughter going, I'm not a single Pringle. I mean, you're not single? What? She went, no, no, what I mean is, I, I, I don't want to mingle, I don't want a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's still at that cool stage where she loves her daddy. What age is she now? She'll be 11 in August. It's not going to last Yeah. Terrifying. She's going to turn into an asshole in the next couple of years, isn't she? No. Our daughters will be little angels and always be daddy's girls for all time. Yeah. Fact. Anyone who tries to take my daughter away is, is in for some shit. Yeah. I've said I've said this, I've had this conversation with you before and many other people like, I haven't like been at a guest to some weddings recently. Ugh. Ugh. Hate weddings for shit. Um, and like just playing weddings all the time, gigs. The whole like father walking your daughter down the aisle thing. I don't, I, I would no. genuinely struggle to let go over at the bottom. I'd be like, uh, sorry mate, nah, it's not happening. Mate. <laughs> just, nah. Just my my daughter jog the fuck on. When you seen my daughter walk down the aisle last year at my wedding as, yeah. a, as a flower girl, you were nearly greeting. Aye, but aye, that was just because it was a nice, cute moment. Like, but imagine yeah. having to give your daughter to some fucking random guy. No, <laughs> knowing that he's going to pump her. Ah, man, don't go there. I know, but I just don't. Come on now. You know, see the day my daughter was born. One of my mates texts me. Right, and this was brutal. One I'm not sure ma- what he yeah, One of my mates texts me saying, oh, it's a daughter, no luck. And I went, what? And he went, yeah, at least if it was a boy, there's only one cock to worry about. Oh, and I was like, really, man, not cool. What? Not Wait, cool. Did you immediately go around his house and batter him? Do you know, we were working for Hewlett Packard at the time and he quickly left. So he should. I was going to, I would, I'm breaking his legs. I was oh, going to break asshole. his legs. Aye. Nah, it's not cool. I just can't do that. So I mean, like, and, and going back to our actual topic, I would take all the steroids in the fucking world if it meant I was big enough to just get boys away from my daughter, eh? Yeah, if it, if uh, if she rocks up, well, imagine Lucy rocks up one day with this big, huge, big, strong man like Eddie Hall. Fuck. <laughs> I could just go to Govan and get a shotgun. <laughs> Forget the roids. Get the shotgun. <laughs> just like getting buried in the garden mate yeah, you get the shotgun I'll get the spade sorted <laughs> it's a big hole but there's two of us digging it it's fine we'll get a digger um, I, yeah to be honest though right if it really boils down to it I'd rather she went out with somebody like that than some fucking short shorts skinny jeans wearing oh, fucking seriously. dweeb that you see kicking about guys that wear skinny jeans oh, just it's like the same as the, in, it's the same as the guys assholes. that wear gloves in the gym <laughs> Back again. Aye. Uh, do you know it's probably exactly the same fucking people that wear gloves yeah. to the gym? I'm just gonna, I just don't want to get my legs to get too big, do you know? Because I like my skinny jeans. Fuck off. I mean, see if his jeans are tight and because he's got huge quads, that's cool because it works out. That's fine. But see if he's actively getting out and buying skinny jeans. It's not acceptable. It's just, it's just, it's just uh, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. And the whole like just 80s football or short shorts thing that's happening just now, no. And everything's luminous. Everything's like fucking day glow pink and yellow and all that. Aye. I, 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 I had the proper rage. We went shopping before we went to Florida, right? Just to get like shots and stuff for going away. And it's like I was in the shops for like literally 10 minutes and I had the absolute rage because mm-hmm. all the clothes are shit. They're all like really tight and really skinny and fucking ludicrous colours. And like, I feel like I'm in an extra from like Club Tropicana video from 1980, <laughs> whatever it is. George Michael's post. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on now. Like a couple of years ago, when myself and Kirsty first got together and we, were, we booked our first holiday to Thailand. Mm-hmm. And we're going, she's like, ah, oh, you need to get some holiday stuff. So went shopping. And <laughs> exactly, you had text her after 10 minutes. I'm, I'm walking out of here. Fuck it. 
I'm just I've had enough. <laughs> and she went, What? And I went, Everything is for basically and I've got nothing against gay folk, right? But it was like we camp outfits. Mm. And like you say, like pink, skinny, skinny jean style shorts and stuff that yeah. you couldn't even get your big toe through it. And I actually asked the guy mm. in one of the shops, because I've always been like a like a thirty two inch waist, thirty four mm. not not now that I put on a wee bit of bulk. Wee bit of bulk. Mm. When I say bulk I mean chub. When I say chub I mean cake. Guff. Aye. Pardon. <laughs> and well, they did say to do with Brexit, we need to stockpile. <laughs> they didn't mean donuts. <laughs> I've taken it literally stockpile my body weight. <laughs> but yeah, and... What's the way in recently anyway? Sorry to digress. I think I'm down to about 97, so... Alright, getting Basically, up. a week or so ago, weighed in at 100 kilos, and I said to Collins, like, well, here's a good challenge for you to show your clients that if you follow a simple diet, you can lose weight. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm down to about 97, so I'm down to about 6 pounds. Getting there, man. Just And again, still had chocolate Easter. And no, Laura, I didn't open one of my kids' Easter eggs that you got them. That <laughs> was Kirsty. It was Kirsty that opened it. Kirsty that. I came home last night. from I went over to see Laura and Stephen, mm. and I got back to the house, and there's this egg line Talk open. Talk the microphone, asshole. And there's this egg line oh, open. Oh, God, I can hear you now. That see if oh. the sound in this podcast is shit because of you not using that microphone properly. I'm, on, I'm just looking at you now. It's right. been weird. There's but, a noticeable but, level change now that you're actually looking at the microphone. Is that better? We've been sitting like this for the last hour. Direct all your sound complaints to Scott McLaughlin, care of Just Train. Nobody wants to listen to me anyway. Fact. So I came came home for Lauren Stevens last night and there's an Easter egg lying half opened. So Laura, I didn't open it and eat it. I just helped finish it. (laughs) Sorry. I can't believe Kirsty opened the kids Easter eggs. That's harsh, man. Especially considering she's a head teacher of a nursery, and tut, it's tut, her life tut. is all about the kids. So that's quite kind of cool that she's got that <laughs> that evil streak in her. I mean, I suppose when you're nice to kids for five days, so you're popping the microphone now, pack it and find oh a fucking God. middle ground, eh? Is that any better? Well, maybe. You keep you keep adjusting it. <laughs> Shove it in and out your face. <laughs> oh, hey now. Deep throated by a mic, <laughs> but by a mic, not by a guy called Mike. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sure, yeah. I saw that video on your phone recently. Deep throated by a mic. Yeah, a mic, and that children is why it's important that you don't miss letters out. <laughs> Grandma's important, kids. How the letter A can make such a difference. Um, I feel we've gone wildly off topic, topic. here. Steroids. Steroids, yeah. Doping. State-sponsored oh. doping. Everyone's at it, really, uh, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much all kind of level of sportsmen they're at it. Anybody where they're at world, world championship level, they're pretty much doping. Allegedly. And if they're not, they're probably lying. <laughs> there's athletes out there that they're starting to admit it now. That they're yeah, they're, they're, I was just they're... about to say, there's a lot more people starting to be more open about yeah. it. Not in like all sports, if they're actively mm-hmm. like, still competing and stuff, they're obviously not, because they'll get the fucking binned. But <laughs> yeah. afterwards, in fact, there's a, lot, there's a lot of people still going, oh, well, you know, yeah, we were all at it. Well, there's the, the Kazakhstan lifter, um, the Olympic lifter, Tarokti. Yeah. Warm body, cold mind. He's great. His he, Instagram stuff's great. stuff's awesome, amazing lifter. And from the... Is it the London Olympics? Mm-hmm. They've just done these test results because basically I think they can keep samples for up to eight years. That's crazy. We've talked about this before in the gym. Like, uh, that's mental because like he could be totally clean eight years ago 
and then just because somebody arbitrarily goes, ah, uh, that's illegal now, and they can backdate that and no, fuck no, them they, over. They don't backdate it. What it is, their testing measures are getting better. Fuck off. So it means that what they do is they keep the samples on file for eight years, nah. and it means that if they've used any masking agents or they can develop better ways to test like their urine samples for drugs, then it means that they can, they can essentially backdate it. They can go back and go, well, nah. you know what, we found that you did have performance enhancing drugs in your system, which turned out he did, and he's been done for it. I, just, I think that's harsh in the extreme. Like, I, mean, I get, like, fair enough, he should have done it, but if you didn't catch them at the time... I know I'm going down a bit of a dangerous road here. <laughs> if you murder. don't catch him at the time, you're scot free. Do you know what I mean? Did he catch that murderer 20 years ago? He's fine now. But I think, like, in terms of that, if he, if he tested them at the time and he was clean, then fucks to the guy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's a tricky one because a lot of the kind of the drugs that there's more getting invested now into looking at masking agents and sports medicine than there is actually in. Train, in the actual training because so long as you can mask it they're going to get they're going to find a way and that's that kind of documentary talks about how you take this and take that at certain times and they know that so long as you take this uh, this particular substance and stop taking it four days before it'll be out your system yeah it's just cycling it better isn't it yeah but then because there's so much money on the line and there's so much to gain from it Sorry, I'm aware. I'm I'm just, I'm just, I right. randomly picked up a roll of gaffer tape and started playing with it. Scott looks terrified. Yeah, so um, I'm stuck in a changing room <laughs> podcast podcast studio with Colin and a roll of duct tape. Bend over. <laughs> um, mm. I, because there's so much money involved and there's so much to gain for it, like the people who try to cover these things up are going to spend more trying to cover it up so they can get yeah. away with it more. So, I mean, realistically, like, is it? are they ever going to stop it? No. So why not just embrace it and go, if you want to do it, fucking do it, right? Yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll just have it, have it two separate things. So like if you're using gear or whatever, have an event for all that. All the people who want to do that, if you want to do it natural, they have an event for all that. The thing is... And that you're... means it's fair. You've got the choice then. And it means you might see some ludicrous world records. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool from a total kind of barbaric point of view. Could you imagine 100 metres... 100 meter sprint where it's basically anything goes and I don't mean where you can club somebody in the back of the head <laughs> as you're going through that'd be kind of cool as well kind of remember the old game uh, Road Rage and the, the motorbikes and you Road, can rash. Up, Road Rash yep. the, the chains and like the the chains yeah. like that'd be cool in 100 meters Usain Bolt sprinting get his next world title and somebody just clubs him in the back of the head <laughs> that'd be awesome but no the drugs I mean if you just let it go free reign you could see like a six second hundred meters and then the guy celebrates and he steps up on the podium and his heart explodes all over the stadium I mean that, that stuff would be cool from a kind of like gladiatorial barbaric point of view but, but the argument is if you then said we're going to have a kind of one where anything goes and on the flip side you'd have a clean one you're still going to get the guys doping in the clean section but would you know if they had the option to go in the, in, in, in the, the doping one but it's an easier one. If you know that you're going up against guys that are essentially clean and you've doped, you know you're going to be at an advantage. In that case, then, you would need to crack down hard on that. Yeah. If they've got the option, I know it's, just, it's all hypothetical, it's never going to happen, Like, but if you had the option to have a, a doping games and then a clean one, if you get caught cheating in a clean one, you should be shot. 
<laughs> yeah. It's harsh but fair. Some wee guy sitting there with a computer doing the scan the sample. Yep. Bang dead. <laughs> it's and at the end of the Grand National. <laughs> sorry. It's like, oh, sorry, we read the wrong report. <laughs> we done the wrong test. But yeah, it's... Um, it's an interesting one. I mean, you look at all the strong men, you look at the weights they're lifting now, like Eddie Hall and all that deadlift yeah. 500 kilos, and you think they're natural. I think somebody's going to break that this year. Yep. I think yep. Big Thor's going to smash it. Do you think Thor's going to do it? I think he will. There's a lot of people up there now. Yeah. Isn't He's up there. Who's the other guy that's really close? But, um, There's loads of them there or thereabouts now, man. Yeah. The numbers have gone up even since Eddie Hall did the 500 the other year. But again, have training methods changed or are drugs getting better? Well, I don't know. There was a thing, saw a wee clip on was it Instagram the other day. I think it was Mark Bell had put something up. It was an interview Thor had done. Um, oh, yeah. And it was just a wee snippet from something and he was talking about like steroid, like performance nights and drugs and stuff. And he was just like, can we not ask those questions, please? Yeah, really <laughs> awkward. Are you still, yeah. have you taken drugs? Yes. yes. Are you are still you, taking are drugs? Are you still taking I don't like these questions. Yeah, can, like, we, can oh. we move on? Well, that's an admission of guilt then, isn't it? Yeah, because if you had nothing to hide you about that, yeah. no, I'm not. Aye. But, yeah. It's like story, someone told, I can't remember who it was that told me it, it was like their dad had been to a, a Q&A thing with Lou Ferrigno, like back in the day, <laughs> and uh, everyone's asking questions and all the rest of it, and somebody did the old, uh, when you were competing and all that, did you take steroids? And apparently he just burst out laughing. He's like, Pfft. It's an outrageous question to ask anyone. What sort of question is that? What you should have asked was, what steroids did they take? When did they take them? What order did they take them? And all the rest of it. It's like, fucking course we did. Everyone was doing it. It it was just very honest about it. But I think, I think, I think you need that honesty. Mm. And just kind of, you're just going to clean it all up then, aren't you? Again, again, keep banging on about Matt Bell just because he's so prolific on Instagram and all that, but he's like super open about it. He's like, I've done them for years and I'm still doing them now, quite happily. Aye. Always do them. It's like, well, fair play to you, man. He, do you know what I mean? I think with another Matt Bell that said that he, when he wakes up now, he's like, he wakes up and he feels great. Yeah. No, I'm not saying for all you folk out there that wake up feeling like shit to go and start jabbing yourself. Microphone, Scott. Talk into I'm the microphone. Talking into the microphone. Talking to the fucking door a minute ago. The door's more interesting than you. <laughs> That this isn't a, a that you, you should be if you feel shit you automatically go out there and start oh the mic's getting closer oh it's touching my lips there we go fucking and um maybe, maybe episode 10 well actually you say we you mean you well, you just position the mic to where I'm sitting so yeah this isn't a case that if you feel shit stiff and sore when you wake up in the morning that we're saying go and get steroids and stick a needle in your arse we're not saying that, that. you put it some of them do. I had to jab them in the ass. I'm out. I don't want it. Aye, that's a funny story. I was going to say You don't get a little, little vitamin capsules or something you can take with your arms just in the morning. Um, no. But uh, you were talking earlier about the people taking the steroids and stuff. Um, I had a martial arts student years ago and this was hilarious because he had wrecked his shoulder. Right. And he had been away for a couple of weeks and he came in and he looked fucking huge. And I'm talking massive. Yeah. But it was all that veiny, kind of that purple, kind of swollen way. Right. And I'm like, oh, you've been doing it? Yeah, yeah, I've been doing some ways to try and strengthen my shoulder up. And I'm like, you look massive. <laughs> Is that all you've been yeah. doing? <clears throat> and then he came in one day and he was moaning about his girlfriend and he started kicking the gym doors and he was little in the punch bag. And I'm like, that, mate. And I'm not going to name his name, but I'm like, mate, are you, are you on the roids? And he went, I'm not fucking on. He started losing his shit. I'm like, okay. 
next session, comes in, <coughs> slams his bag down, nearly puts his foot through the door, starts going off in a rage again. And Was it Jerry? It, no. <laughs> I said nearly put his foot through the door. The, the door would win. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. I think Jerry listens to us. No. Jerry, uh, no. All right, carry on. Um, headphones wouldn't he sit in his head in his bald head to keep sliding off. <laughs> <laughs> what a bizarre diss. <laughs> um, Aye, anyway. Is that, yeah, so, so like... So uh, the total roid rage and then... Is that a thing? Is that an actual thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They go... Some of them will just... If they, basically just... Is, hand, if they've already got a bad temper, it'll enhance it and just... Is it just oh, a hormonal oh, thing? Yeah. I could say it's like you know when women are at that oh, stage go, of the month we go, brace yourself people he's off on one you know when some women get it's a bit got shit analogy time <laughs> not even analogy it's reality when right. women get pre-mental sorry I mean pre-menstrual <laughs> sometimes it, they get a bit stabby <sighs> they might get a wee bit stabby a wee bit hormonal and they go mental but imagine this ten times worse when the guy's on the roids and my mate finally admitted I was like look I'm really concerned about you. You're no acting the way you've always been. I've known you for years. And he finally admitted that he spoke to another guy that he knew who got him steroids from under the counter. From a guy he knew in Edinburgh. <laughs> what? And I was like, ah, what are you taking? And he told me, and I'd never ever heard of it before. Right. So I googled it. And it was a <laughs> it was a steroid developed for horses that were experiencing liver failure. Amazing. That's what you want, isn't it? And he thought that by taking the steroid, he could make his muscles get bigger and stronger that would help his shoulder injury, where he had damaged the tendon. Jesus. And that's the kind of level of stupidity that some people go with. But then... Just for... And he spray-painted cars. That was his job. So, I mean, like, that's just because that guy's a fuckwit then, isn't it? That's got nothing yeah. to do with the steroids or, the, or whatever else. Right. If like, as with anything, if you're going to do something... It's the equivalent Do some research and be smart about it. But Don't be a fucking yeah, idiot. It's the equivalent of women by Brian oh, Ford. Gig. Ginger Brian outside. Aye. It's the equivalent of people, like women buying the boom board or the, you know, the skin. What? Check out boom board. Absolutely. Fuck off, Brian. Brian's been a dick, phoning us. And you <laughs> can hear him giggling outside. <laughs> Yeah, it's equipment like all these boom board supplements and green tea capsules and skinny wraps and you're like, fuck off. Do the simple stuff. Check out SM Performance Training with all these fat loss tips. They'll help you. Oh, you've been uh, hammering that shit the past few weeks, eh? 21 tips. Holy need to do fuck. today's one. But it's all simple, basic stuff. Just have the discipline to do it. Look, <laughs> it's not basic if there's 21 of them. No, but it's just wee bits. That, That's a lot. Are you getting, are you getting enough sleep? No, you're going to feel tired in the morning, you're going to make shit choices and you're going to crave sugar because you've got no energy. Yeah. You drink enough water, oh, fix that shit. Fix your, are you actually eating enough? Are you eating the right, the right amount of food? No, simple. Really simple stuff that nobody wants to admit that they're not doing the basics. Mm. They all want to just find a quick fix supplement. Well, talked about this last time. Yep. It's just the it's, easy way out all the time, isn't it? Yeah, it's everything's about convenience. And it's just... Now, <laughs> Brian's now trying to do a group video call to myself and Colin. He's going to get a kicking. Such a tit. <laughs> but yeah, like anything. What if you? I mean, even there was a guy, a top bodybuilder I knew that was doing that was doing steroids, and he actually admitted to a guy in the gym that he asked him, "Do you think you should do roids?" And he went, "How long have you been training?" Oh, a couple of years, and he went, "Well, 
No. You've not you've not maxed out your own genetic potential yet. Yeah. I mean, go and train for a few more years and if you're still interested, I'll tell you how to do it safely and what to do. Yeah. And when to do it. Rather than if you because all you're gonna do if you take the roids in the early training days is you're gonna accelerate what you could achieve naturally. Yeah. And you're gonna get no real benefit from it. And it's just you're a muppet. Yeah, makes sense, eh? Again, it just harks back to uh, why? At our level, or at any kind of level like we're at, why bother? Yeah. Just train. Hey! <laughs> nice plug for my job. And on that beautiful segue, I think we should wrap it up. That's a yeah, good tight should, hour yeah. there of rambling hour. shite. I should give Laura at least two days worth of listening in her car on the way, the way to work and back home. Bumper episode of us talking pish. Yeah. And we did, oh, wait a minute. We did slide CrossFit off today. <laughs> Is it your pal's, uh, what's her name again? Emma. Emma. <laughs> Emma, seriously. Um, CrossFit, why? <laughs> why? Just why? My mouth is shut. I am saying nothing. I mean, see, see, to be in a CrossFit gym, do you have to actually strip to the point where you're in your underwear just to train there? Is that like compulsory <laughs> lack of clothing or is it just through choice? Right, since we're on a CrossFit thing, right? <laughs> um... Sorry, Emma. I can't remember where I saw it. I think it was maybe on Instagram or something today. <laughs> it was like a tweet, um, captions thing. It said, what was it? If you're a vegan crossfitter and you've never seen Game of Thrones, which one do you tell people about first? <laughs> uh, anyway. It's a real joke. On. How do you know a crossfitter? How do you know, know somebody does crossfit? Don't know. Because they'll tell you. Oh, we definitely will. See, we're joking, but the f- real sad truth of the matter is she could probably outlift the two of us together. <laughs> she must be on rides. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, that's a joke, that's a joke. And if you're pre-menstrual, I'm really, 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 really Jesus sorry. Christ. Let me know where you stay and I'll send you a bar of chocolate. Fuck, you just keep digging, man, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> we should definitely, we should have stopped this five minutes yeah. ago. Um, right, we're done. That was a bit of a bumper. Nah, Ramble fest, so yeah. Brian's doing my tits in. Let's go and bat him. Let's go and kick him in his ginger ballsack. Where can we find you? We've got Just Train for the gym. We've got Scott McLaughlin Performance Training on Instagram and Facebook for all your coaching needs, fat loss queries, anything at all. Maybe not anything because I don't want, I've had some dodgy queries over the years. You can get us there. And Colin, where can we find you apart from Aye. the local toilets? <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm at drummer chimp on uh, Instagram uh, for all your uh, random drumming yeah, needs. Yeah, if you want to know about anything that I do, lost cables, drum sticks. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I need to start plugging them more on oh. here actually. And we've got free coffee coming soon. Kirsty managed to blag ah, us some free yeah. coffee from who? I think it was throat punch was coffee. That throat punch. I think right? Throat punch. Cool. That's Thank Brian you to them for the yeah. free coffee. So we're going Every to other coffee. coffee company out there, send us more stuff. Packed we'll coffee, I'm running out. out, so we need some more, please. Ooh. So yeah. Um, yeah, good, right. We're off to go and fuck out a ginger twat outside. Hey. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya.